1: Sure, it's dead. It's coming this way. Wait a minute. Hey, I'm ghosted. Hi, Roz Dressfiles. Eat me, please. Hey, Boo. It's me, Roz. Happy holidays. Happy all of it. Whatever it is you celebrate. I hope you have a lovely little uh, season here. I uh, will not be doing an episode next week, okay? So, you've been warned, there will not be an episode here on this feed. I will do one on Patreon. It'll be me and a friend talking about ghosty stuff, so you could always find that at patreon.com slash dresvilez on my second tier. But there will not be one here. But then we'll be back the next week in the new year. Ah, oh, it'll be lovely. It is the 25th. Listener phone call extravaganza, which I can't believe. That means that I have probably talked to something like a hundred listeners over the past few years. That's pretty incredible. And thank you all for being listeners. And if you want to be on one, as always, just send me an email to raz at gmail.com with the subject line listener episode. And then just, you know, give me some bullet points of what your stories would be about. I just don't ever want people to have to write out so many details. You know, you're doing me a favor enough just by being on here. So I don't need you to take all your time and to do that. Um, so, yeah, just like give me a little idea of what your stories are. And hopefully I can have you come on sometime. This one is a great one today. And I also, of course, have a bonus clip on Patreon this week, which oh my God. The first guest on today's episode is my friend Gwyneth, who's my real life friend. And she has this story about a creature that would visit her in the night that was connected to a an object. And then we also have Emma on the show. Uh, We got a Patreon story from Emma about another object that was, I don't know if we'd say haunted. It's a Catholic object that had energy attached to it in some way, uh, you know, in a positive way. So um, two kind of haunted object-y type stories that you can find on Patreon uh, this week. But without further ado, let's just get into it. Here is the 25th listener phone call extravaganza. On with the show. Oh my God. You guys, I always talk about my dream guests on the show. I always... You know, like to throw out all the celebrities I want on the show, just to to put it out in the universe. But I am joined today by someone that I have wanted to have on the show since before I think it was even uh, released as as a show a few years back. It is my dear friend, Gwyneth. Hello. Well, hello. I'm so happy to be on your show. I listen to Ghosted all the time,
0: so it's kind of a dream of mine to like actually be a part of it. Uh, well, I love all of these <laughs> spooky, scary stories.
1: You were cutting my hair because you're an amazing uh, hair... What, what's I never know the right word. Hairstylist I guess would be the right word. Yeah. You're yeah. a hairstylist, um, makeup artist, and incredible painter. And a couple years ago I was like, oh, I'm going to do this podcast where I talk to people about ghosts. And it just, like, turns out you have the most incredible ghost stories ever. And uh, I ended up telling them one time on the show. So if, if people might be like, oh, I think I've heard this one before. It's because, like, early, early on in the show, I had you tell me a story, and I wrote it out, and and I read it. But um, now we're going to get into it. So let's hear it.
0: Well, okay, so... um. I called my sister because I wanted just to confirm some things with her about growing up in this house. Um, We grew up in this little suburban house um, that was built in like the early seventies and um, Northern
1: California. And this is up
0: in Northern California, North of San Francisco. And uh, growing up in this house was, I would say horrifying. So my sister You know there's a lot of spooky things in that house and um i think there's you know a couple different things i think that were terrifying you know um one of which in the middle of the night my sister woke up and there was this like um this figure that was completely black and um she couldn't make out what it was but it was like you know the size of like a little boy and um and he reached out and put his hand out. And so my sister took its hand and started, it was leading her through the house, running around. Um, and now granted my house was pretty small at the time and you kind of have to be careful with where you step in the house because you'll knock a lot of stuff over and my sister was like running full force around this house, being guided by this thing in the middle of the night. And she, it takes her to the living room and she's sitting sitting there in the living room. And then she realizes that this thing is, she realizes she kind of comes to and realizes that this, this, this thing is not a little boy it's like a, it's a spirit or it's something very disturbing to her because she realizes that there's something not right that's happening. And it's at this time that, you know, she comes to and she realizes that she's just sitting in a dark in the living room and there's this thing there with her. And she just starts screaming. And so my mom comes running out, you know, and she's like, what are you doing out here in the living room? You know, there was like, um, and she had, you know, she was just like, she was like, oh, this little boy was taking me through the house and, and, uh, but she didn't knock anything over, you know, it was just, it was just so, so terrifying to have, we still don't know, you know, what happened with that, but.
1: Well, it wasn't, do you think it was connected to what happened in your attic?
0: Well, so, oh yeah, so this is, I mean, just, I think these things kind of go hand in hand, you know, where um, we, me and my sister both, without telling each other, would hear these loud, oh God, this sounds, it sounds, you know, it's funny when it, we, I hear ghost stories and I like believe the people that are saying it. And then when I start telling these stories, I kind of feel silly, but it's like, it happened, you know? So. it's <laughs>
1: Um, yeah and as i recall this story it is i guess we should say trigger warning it's like pretty brutal
0: well so you know in the middle well i i started hearing this dragging sound um in my room and it was kind of like you would start to hear it in the hallway this kind of like footsteps with like creaking on the boards of the floor. So you'd hear these kind of like creaking of the footsteps going towards the room. And then sometimes, you know, my door would kind of open up a little bit. And then I would hear this kind of dragging sound towards me. And so I, and then what started happening was I started hearing these, um, big, these little pitter patter in the attic of these little feet kind of running across the floor, you know, this, the attic boards. And I thought, you know, I first thought it was like a cat or like a, like a possum or something that had gotten up there. And, And then, you know, one night I started, I heard this little pitter patter, And then I heard these loud steps following this pitter patter, like something was being chased up there in the attic. And, and then I just started hearing this dragging sound afterwards, like whatever was up there, got this thing and was like dragging it. I finally tell my sister, "Oh, you know what, no my sister tells me that she is hearing and she, when she proceeds to describe exactly what I'm hearing is the Was same it thing. every night? It wasn't every night. It was every once in a while. And the thing with my house was that there was many nights and my mom would always say, Oh, it's just the house settling but I don't know, I've lived in many houses, you know, and I lived in like Victorian houses, you know, since you know my childhood. And I've never really like <laughs> been in a house that settles at night to the point where it sounds like someone's walking or dragging down the hallway. Yeah. Um and you know my mom finally confessed that she was because my mom never was, you know, my mom grew up, you know, religious, and she never wanted to kind of admit that there was maybe something spooky going on. And, um, but she finally, she kind of asked us when we were kids, she was like, do you guys ever feel like something's watching you? In the house. And that's when we were like, well, we've been trying to tell you this, you know, for years now. And my mom would always say that whenever she was like doing dishes and this, you know, in the, she would kind of feel like something was there. And when she would look up into the, like the window, she could see like something like a reflection of someone in the living room behind her.
1: Oh, I hate that.
0: And, um, and she would also hear this, these kind of footsteps dragging sound from the hallway coming towards
1: her and And that house um i mean do you want to say what has happened to that house
0: well i mean kind of a godsend really (laughs) not really it's it's horrific you know our house was affected by all the wildfires um in 2017 um the whole neighborhood burned down completely So, um, none, none of the houses, you know, made it and, you know, they, they since rebuilt and I've come back to visit that house and it's like, I don't know if that fire burned up all those demons in there or what, but it feels (laughs) completely like a new, like no sounds, no, no weird feeling. I've, I sleep in my, in my childhood room there and it, it feels like I'm, you know, like it was like cleansed or something, but.
1: Interesting.
0: You know, it's just the weirdest thing. And I, you know, I, I always, I kind of forgot about it, you know, cause when you're, when you, when you grow up, you kind of just forget about things that happened to you as a kid. And my, so I talked to my sister, you know, and she was just, there is another thing that I think I don't remember, but my sister, you know, I think I, sometimes I block some things out. <laughs> Yeah, but um you know my sister my you know she did. So one night she was by herself and this was when she was like a teenager and the she was in the living room watching TV and one of the kitchen chairs in the kitchen went sliding across the
1: floor. Uh, it's so it's so like the movie Poltergeist like I sliding know across the floor.
0: <sighs> so, you know, it, it was just always this kind of, it was always this feeling of there's something else in the house that's watching us. And it was always this uneasy feeling of there was something that you can kind of feel or hear something kind of slowly coming towards you in the darkness. Oh, I hate that. And, um, you know, those, you know, it was whether, you know, you could hear these footsteps in the attic, these draggings, it was always this kind of dragging sound And, um, I don't know, it makes me wonder if there was like a little boy that was trying to like, you know, drag himself towards us for help or, you know, maybe he was contacting my sister, you know, I I just don't ever really know what, what, you know, what happened. And I, I knew there was no murders in the house, you know, I had done research on the house, you know, no, there's no deaths in there, but I just never could figure
1: out what it was. Interesting. I mean, how old was the house? That in the house
0: was built in the 70s.
1: Oh, that's right. Who knows what that land was before that? And especially as you go back into history, a lot of times horrific things are not always documented. Well,
0: well sure. I mean, if, yeah, if someone killed a child, I don't think, you know, they want to, like, you know, I want to refer to something. I don't know. Something happened. Right. Um, I also sometimes believe that sometimes you know, maybe even before there was homes there, you know, something, um, so I think sometimes with, with ghosts or when you feel something, I think it's maybe not a ghost, but maybe there was something that's so horrific happened that that energy gets kind of burned into that place. Mm -hmm. So what we're, what we're experiencing is not maybe like a ghost, but just like this, like horrifying um, experience that just, it's, gets set on like a loop. Yeah. I I think sometimes we come in contact with that. And that's what I kind of think, you know, that we know what we experience is kind of just that permanent energy burned in there.
1: I think especially when it's like a routine thing, like the attic and the dragging and all that, it seems like that's sort of the belief is that things can just be kind of played over and over again.
0: Yeah, like it's the same that, that, that like the experience was so horrific that it just kind of lingers.
1: Um. Mm. Well, this experience was not horrific and it will not linger because I will now be hanging up on you.
0: Oh. No, so I send an invoice to you or to me <laughs> to to the network
1: <laughs> the network. <laughs> to the network? Uh, yeah, I'll have my people contact you, um, <laughs> <laughs> checks in the mail. Yes. <laughs> well, um, thank you for sharing these. Yeah.
0: Did I, did I, I mean, I hope that was, you know, like a spooky enough thing. I mean, I know you guys, you know, I've, I've heard the show. I know there's been a lot more spooky, spooky, but, um,
1: I think it's terrifying. Thank you. Know, you all of those.
0: <laughs> I hope you can use some of the footage or some of the, you know, some of the,
1: Recording. Yeah. Recording. Yeah. Some of it. Um well thank you so much for having me. Thanks for doing this. Do you want to shout out any of your services or anything?
0: Um, well, so my name is Gwyneth Volaski and you can always find me on Instagram for my painting or haircuts or general fascination with me. <laughs>
1: And I recommend it all. The art, the hair cutting, the makeup, the fascinations. It's all great. I've been ghosted too. Autumn, who is in Ohio. How are you?
2: (laughs) I'm good. How are you?
1: I am so good. I'm ready to hear about some ghosts. What is going on with you and ghosts? Tell me heck, everything.
2: Heck yeah. So, um, all right. So, a few things have happened and I'll I'll just like start off by saying that I've always believed in ghosts. I all I but I've never considered myself as like someone who's sensitive to that side of things, you know? So, um, but I have had a a couple of experiences in the past couple of years. Um, And I'll start with the one that left me the most shaken.
1: (laughs) Okay, okay.
2: So um, I was nannying for um, a baby and a toddler and their parents um, would have me come over and do overnights at their house. And their house was a new house um, on a street with a bunch of really old houses. So I'm not sure, I didn't expect to have Like a paranormal experience in a new house. Anyway, now where is this? This is in Cleveland Heights as well. So there's this there's this historical society, and that's where their house is. But it's like a new house, so it's kind of weird. Um, but yes. So I'm nannying, doing a week, um, an overnight with these kids, and um, they have a guest room upstairs. So that's the room that I would sleep in. It's right next to both of the boys' rooms, and um I don't know what happened here. I was not expecting this to happen, but I I like woke up in the middle of the night and like saw something standing at the end of my bed and what? I I don't it looked like a person, but it it like didn't have a face, didn't have any defining features. Um it was really bizarre and I was like frozen. And I kind of like I knew that there were kids sleeping in the rooms next to me, but I just, yeah, I lost it. I was like, "Get the f- out!" And I like kicked <laughs> the end of my bed. I didn't know what to do. I turned the light on once I had like was not too scared to like reach next to me and turn the lamp on, and I did not go back to sleep. I was like, it's I'm not going back to sleep in this house. this, oh, it was. It was horrible.
1: <laughs> now hang on a second. So, you said you were frozen. Would you consider it like sleep paralysis or no?
2: So, that's the thing. I used to have sleep paralysis. Um it happened to me a lot during college, I would say, because my I just I I wasn't as healthy as I am during college. Like my sleep schedule was off and you know, we were partying a lot on the weekends. And so I experienced sleep paralysis a lot during college. Um, I actually haven't had an episode of sleep paralysis, like in, as long as I can remember the last time I had, it was in college. So this felt different.
1: Okay. Yeah.
2: This felt different too. Like with sleep paralysis, I can't move, but I like, I kicked, like, I like was trying to kick the end of my head, so.
1: Did it occur to you that maybe it could be a human? Or did you, what did you think?
2: Oh, I, it did, like, it looked like the shape of a human, but I couldn't see, like, it wasn't sharp. Like, it was almost, like, just, like, a figure of a human and just dark.
1: <laughs>
2: oh, my gosh, if it were a human, it honestly would have been worse, I think. <laughs>
1: Oh yeah. Oh, oh God. I don't. Oh, okay. So did you continue to stay at that place?
2: So I did. So I, I continued nannying for them, of course. Um, but I did another overnight with them um, like in the future. And I slept downstairs on the couch in the living room with the lights on.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Tell me more. Tell me another one.
2: Yeah, sure. Um, So let's see. Hmm. Okay. So there is this house that I uh, lived in um, during college and after college. This is also in Cleveland Heights. Um, It's this old like duplex. It looks like Victorian. um, And I lived there with a couple of roommates and I'd never really experienced anything in this house. Um, Like my old roommates who um who were there before new roommates moved in they always said that they thought it was haunted but i was like no it's not like i i never got any like negative vibes in that house like i said though i'm also not someone who considers myself sensitive to the paranormal like i feel like i'm oblivious to it <laughs> mm-hmm. um but anyway i it's have... like you
1: play hard to get like the <laughs> yeah. ghosts like want <laughs> they want you to, to be on board. And you're like, I don't, I'm not feeling it.
2: I'm too scared. (laughs) So, um, I had a, a vase of sunflowers across my room. My room was like, it was the biggest room in the house. It had bay windows. And, um, I would say there was about like six, seven feet from the foot of my bed to to my, the other wall. And then on that wall, like in the corner, I had a shelf where I had the vase full of sunflowers. So I woke up to get ready for work the next morning and the vase is shattered at the foot of my bed. And I was like, what? How did that even get over here? I sleep with my like bedroom door locked. So, I mean, that would have been a mean prank if it were one of my roommates, but I don't think that they would do that. And so I, I also slept with my air conditioner on and I was like a deep sleeper. So I didn't notice it until the next morning. And my roommate was like, what happened in your room last night? Like, what was that crash? And I was like, like my vase, like somehow like got across my room and broke at the edge of my bed. And she was like, I can't believe you didn't hear it. Like I heard it downstairs. And I was like, yeah, I guess I slept through it, but that seemed kind of like some, there was no way that I could explain it. I don't know. It was crazy.
1: Whoa. That's yeah. wild that you slept through that. I know. Imagine what else you've slept through.
2: Oh my God. I don't even want to think about it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> have you had, because I know you lived in New Orleans. So mm-hmm. did you have things happen there?
2: Um. Yeah, a few things. Um, so I noticed that um, well, I'll start with the goat, like the potential ghost thing. And then with like the more intuitive stuff. So the, as far as like paranormal stuff, um, I did, there were like a few nights where, okay. So like one night I could have sworn someone was like whispering in my ear and mm-hmm. I felt like someone kind of sat down on my bed. Um, um, which was weird and I wasn't asleep when I felt someone sitting down on my bed like I was just like laying down like just trying to drift off so that was strange and I was like okay I'm just going to pretend it's not happening
1: (laughs) ghosts love that that is like a (laughs) ghost move where it's it's like let me just sit on the bed like it's just so weird it's
2: so weird it's like you could sit anywhere else in this house
1: (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah Like, yeah. hold your legs, sit in the corner. Like, you don't have to sit on my bed.
2: Right. Like, just leave me alone, please. <laughs> but um, so that happened. And then, like, around that time, I can't remember if it was that night or, like, a couple nights later. But it was very, it happened, like, within the vicinity of that event that um, I had a dream that I was in this, like, really old house, like, original, like, just, like, very old, everything is from back in the day, and I was there with, like, some other people, and I was, I was, like, really worried and and in distress about, like, other presences in the house, and then one of the ghosts in the dream, like, came to me and just said, don't worry, I'm just watching over you. (laughs) I was like okay Mm. I don't know if that was just a silly dream or
1: (laughs) who knows
2: yeah it was bizarre Ooh. yeah
1: well do you have any other stories you want to share
2: sure yeah so um I guess the other thing is that like I did notice so this has never been a thing for me in my life until like um, while I was living in New Orleans, I started having kind of like weird kind of like I know you're you're kind of psychic, right Raj?
1: I mean, not I don't want to be, but like <laughs> I think I kind of am.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's where I'm at. I don't know if I am and I don't want to be, but I feel like I keep having these like little synchronicities um where I'm like, okay, this never used to happen to me. And it keeps happening. Um, there was just one where my friends and I, we were planning on hopefully buying tickets to a concert that we didn't know what was happening yet. Um, and I had a, I had a dream that we were buying tickets to that concert. And the next morning the concert was announced and ticket sale dates were announced. And I was like, okay, that's kind of strange.
1: (laughs) Maybe
2: it's a coincidence. Maybe. That's what
1: my problem is. Yeah. It's like never for me, never, uh, like important, like things that could change the world or, you know, it's just like, Oh, I, I envisioned that this would happen. And it's just like little, like little Little things.
2: things. Yeah. It's, it's weird. And, and it's happened a few times. I can't remember all of the instances, but, um, that, yeah, I don't know what happened for that to start happening in my life, but it it happened when I lived in New Orleans. So I don't know if maybe I just became more open or, or maybe I did become more sensitive to the other side while I lived there because I was constantly around all of this history and, you know.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you want to hear an EVP? <gasps> yes. <laughs> Okay. It's time for EVP's or EVP's. Oh my god. Okay. I'm excited you're doing this with me. It uh this one I don't know if you're going to be able to hear it very well. We're going I mean, but isn't that always the case? Right. Uh this one I can kind of hear when it's on my computer, but we'll 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 try it out. It's from Southern Utah Ghost Coalition. <sighs> Ooh, sounds very official. Yeah. And it is at a place called the Gladys House. Ooh. And um, tell me if you hear something. Okay. <gasps> okay. Ooh. It definitely has like there's like a a a whistly uh kind of like a like. Yeah. But but okay, so it starts right away. Um with what it's saying so here we'll do it again okay it's like Weird.
2: <sighs> it almost sounds like someone's doing like an exaggerated snoring noise
1: oh like a like a looney tune snore like yeah a-
2: yeah
1: yeah <laughs> um do you i any don't guesses? know
2: that is so weird. Usually when I hear, like, an EVP on, like, a TV show or whatever, I'm like, okay, I can hear that, but this is, like, this is mysterious to me.
1: <laughs> oh, I know. Well, the whole thing is, the whole yeah. thing is, like, it could be anything. Yeah. I don't know. But, okay, here's some options. Okay. Is it A, hey, bitch? <laughs> is it B, marriage? Is it C, Errands. Maybe they need to do errands. Uh or D very rich. Maybe they want to tell you that they're very rich. Um, okay, here's here we go. We'll play it again. Okay. Very rich. Very rich. Um, it is not that, but they believe it's marriage. Okay, that was
2: my first guess. I should have gone with that, but...
1: (laughs) I love the idea of this ghost being like, I am very rich. Oh my God. I just... Okay, this is not great podcasting because you can't see, but I, right outside, I'm in my living room, right outside Mm -hmm. my window, there's like a building that you this like right uh, eye level with my uh, window. And there is a man on the roof. And it's like, there's like a man directly outside of my window and it just scared me so much because <laughs> <No. laughs> i'm like upstairs like i'm not on a ground floor yeah
2: you weren't expecting <sighs> <Okay>. that
1: <laughs> that really scared me and uh, that man is very rich um no they believe it says marriage um okay wait, let me play it again let me play it again
2: mm-hmm. marriage. yeah i hear it it's a it's like a very whispery
1: yeah deep, yeah. whispery which like could either be incredibly sexy or terrifying yeah uh, <laughs> um well i guess that's about it autumn
2: yeah it was so nice to meet you thank you for having me on
1: oh my gosh thanks for doing this and if anything ghosty ever happens to you you know who to call
2: of course i got you <laughs>
1: i am joined by emma from texas hello emma how hi. are you
3: hi i'm doing great how are you
1: so good i was reading some stories you sent me uh, okay yeah. what is this story about your subletting a room in college what is this yes
2: so
3: a uh, little tiny bit of background um, I am Catholic, been born and raised in Catholic my whole life, still practicing. And I think I've heard you before say you were raised Catholic, right?
1: Definitely. Is that right? I okay. Say, I'm not Catholic. Like, I don't, I'm not a practicing Catholic at all, but like it's once it's in there, it's in there. Right.
3: So, you know, you know a lot about it.
1: Oh yeah, I do.
3: Awesome. Okay. So then you probably know that like they're super in tune with all the spiritual stuff and like they do not deny the presence of spirits and ghosts and all that. So I've always been kind of in tune to that. Um, and I've had some positive spiritual ghosty experiences also. But um, yeah, this one experience from when I was subletting a room in college was by far the most prominent. And this is actually a negative ghosty experience so um basically it was the after my freshman year of college I needed a place to stay for just the summer months because I stayed in the college city to work um and between my two leases I just needed a a room so one of my coworkers sublet me a room in her apartment so that's significant because I was only in this apartment for like three months total right um so one night I woke up in the middle of the night and found myself in sleep paralysis.
1: Which mm. Had you totally ever had that stuck? before?
3: Yes. I was, I've had it a lot on, um, unfortunately. So I knew exactly what was happening and I knew that there was like literally nothing I could do. I've tried to fight myself out of it. Like almost every time it's happened and I've never been able to. So I knew like, Oh my God, here it is again. I just need to go back to sleep.
2: But
3: um I heard footsteps outside of my window in my bedroom. And so I was like, what the hell is that? I could open my eyes, but I couldn't move. And I couldn't like turn my head towards the window to look or anything. But I remembered that I had locked my bedroom window. Like I knew it was locked and I knew that the blinds were shut. So I was like, okay, this is really creepy. But, you know, everything's locked. The apartment's locked. My window's locked. So I'm just going to try and go back to sleep. Um, But then a few minutes later, I heard a knock on the front door of the apartment. And then somebody or something calling out my name literally said like, Emma, like repeatedly. And it was super, super freaky. But I just kind of chalked it up to it being my brother. (laughs) What kind of voice are we
1: talking?
3: (laughs) It sounded male, which is why I was like, It sounded like a human male voice It was super weird. And my brother went to the same college as me and lived in the same city. So I figured like the only person that could be knocking on my front door asking for me in the middle of the night has to be him, but I'm in sleep paralysis, so I can't do anything. So I just was like, you know what, if he really needs to get in here, then he'll wake up my roommate and my roommate will let him in. So I was like, okay, just go back to sleep. So then I was trying to go back to sleep. My eyes were closed again. And then I just felt like super duper cold in my room. So uh, I opened my eyes again and I saw this floating figure at the end of my bed. And uh, oh my God, I'm getting chills just thinking about it. It was so scary. I can only assume it was a demon because of how scary and evil it looked. Um, I guess it could have been... Like a human spirit, but I honestly think it was straight up something demonic. Um, if you want, I can describe it to you, but it's like really creepy.
1: Um, <laughs> hello, yeah. <laughs>
3: okay, so it was super lanky and thin and tall, and it had like gray skin, like like pale gray, sickly looking skin, and it was bald and kind of veiny looking. And it had a face um, super just, like, ghastly and ghostly and thin and creepy. And it was wearing, like, tattered gray clothes. So hmm. super, duper, duper creepy. And as soon as that it saw me recognize it, it went from, like, at the end of my bed to floating parallel to my body right above my face. No. Yes. So it like now. Hang on a minute.
1: If this is a demon, where does a demon get clothes from?
3: I have no idea. So I guess it maybe isn't. I don't know. I don't know what a demon looks like. I was just. Well, I I don't know either.
1: I'm just. I'm just like (laughs) curious. Like, do do demons? Is there like a demon place (laughs) where they get clothes? Like, I don't know. I I don't hear. I don't hear much uh, demons wearing clothes stories but hey maybe I'm here to hear new stuff all the time I love
3: it maybe you know it could have been a spirit I have no idea but all I know is that it was evil it was like not nice and not there to be friendly and funny or whatever it was just mean so yeah it flew right above my face and so I obviously started freaking out and like I said I'm Catholic so The first thing that um, I I started to do was scream in my head, because again, sleep process, I can't talk. But I started screaming in my head, Jesus, help me, Jesus, help me, Jesus, help me over and over and over again. And I was obviously panicking. And when it saw me panicking, it laughed at me like it's exactly what it wanted to do was make me panic like that. And so I was like, okay, this is obviously not working. So I need to do something different. So I decided to start saying a bunch of Hail Marys over and over again. And I chose that because I knew I needed like something super structured and strong to just like punch it in the gut and get it out of there, you know? Mm -hmm. And I knew I had said the Hail Mary prayer so many times being Catholic and saying the rosary and whatnot. That I didn't need to think about it I could just recite it over and over and over again really confidently and so I did and sure enough after like reciting it three times it went away completely and then I was still in sleep paralysis so I just went to sleep but I think like a couple hours later I was able to wake up you know later in the morning and kind of shake it off and then sleep until I actually wanted to wake up so then the next morning I called my mom And I told her all about it and I was like freaking out and she goes, okay, that sounds really real. And I was like, no, like it was real. I saw it. And she said, well, you should go talk to a priest about it ASAP. So I contacted one of our family friends who's a priest and um, called him, told him exactly what happened. And he was like, yeah, it sounds like it was definitely an evil spirit or demon or something. And, um no idea he had no idea why it was in my apartment but he said that I did exactly what I should do like say a Hail Mary over and over again was the perfect thing to do and obviously it worked because it went away so he said if it ever happens again just do that I think you'll be okay hopefully it's a one and done but if it happens again do the exact same thing and then if it does happen again I'll come and bless the apartment just to kind of give it like a once over in case it's the apartment that's you know why So uh, I just kept going. Oh, sorry. This is another really creepy part. Um, the morning after that happened, my roommate woke up and I was sitting in our little living room. And she said, hey, are you okay? And I was like, uh, yeah, I'm fine. Why? What's up? And she said, well, I woke up last night at like three in the morning out of nowhere. And I felt a really evil presence in your room. Mm. And I was like, shut up you did and she said yes but like what the hell happened and I told her what happened and she was immediately freaked out and she was like oh my god that was real I felt it that's exactly what it was so
1: wait yeah, so that, that roommate did she she live there and you were just subletting that room
3: yes so there's multiple rooms and they, it was like a four-bedroom apartment and okay, so she had like two other roommates that I didn't know they were there too but she was my coworker. I knew her the best and our rooms were right next to each other like we shared a wall so I guess when she woke up in the middle of the night she was right next to it also and so she could feel it and she was not happy <laughs> she was like yeah that oh was evil God. that was something super like not not good
1: had she had those experiences or did you know of anything like that happening there
3: no I asked her or like has anybody messed around with a Ouija board here or you know like is did anybody invite something in here and she said she had no idea because she had only lived there just for that year and she had never experienced it so I don't know if it was like the apartment itself or maybe it was just my room I have no idea but then it wait, is that a baby? <laughs> <Sorry>. Yeah. Okay.
1: Because <laughs> I'm like yeah, on that's... edge over here. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> what was that?
3: Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, my son is sleeping in my in his little wrap on me.
1: Oh. But he's just making little squeaks. <laughs> okay, that's okay. Um.
3: So, anyways, yeah, it happened again. So since it happened oh, twice, no. I really think like somebody must have had some sort of something happened in that room because nobody else had any other experiences in the apartment just me in that room so and I didn't know the people that owned the room before me and so if they had any experiences like I wouldn't know and they didn't tell my other roommates so who knows but yeah so a couple weeks later it happened again same thing I woke up in sleep paralysis out of nowhere but instead of all that buildup with like the footsteps outside of my bedroom window and then the knocking on my front door this figure was just in my room as soon as i woke up um but this time it looked different and instead of just like floating at the end of my bed it was pacing around my bed like constantly pacing it was like fast or
1: slow or what i don't know what's worse slow creepy
3: creepily slow like very slowly and this one was dressed differently it had super long greasy black hair And it was wearing, like, a super oversized black trench coat.
1: Ew! (laughs) That's That's never good.
3: So, again, some sort of evil spirit. Could have been a person. Could have been a demon. I have no idea. But I obviously knew it wasn't good. And it was making me feel, like, super scared and creeped out. So I did the same thing. I started saying a bunch of Hail Marys. But I think it expected me to do that. Because it took a lot more to get this one to leave. Like, whereas with the first one, I only had to say like three or four. With this one, I had to say like seven to ten before it would go away. And then it finally did. So, So, yeah.
1: Did you call the (laughs) priest?
3: Oh, yeah. I called him right back. and, And he was like, okay, so this is obviously possibly a recurring thing. Probably has to do with something that happened in your apartment or your bedroom so he came and he blessed both like he blessed my room and just the whole apartment and um my roommate was super freaked out she didn't wake up in the middle of the night for that one but just with the first one she was so freaked out that I gave her a rosary and she slept with it under her pillow for like the remainder of her time in that apartment <laughs> But then, yeah, I I was only there for three months. So it's not like this happened over years. It was like within weeks of each other. But after he blessed it, nothing ever happened again. And then I moved out and I haven't had another experience like that. So one can only assume
2: it was the room,
1: at least. Ooh. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> yeah. That is so creepy. I want to know like what these... Things are, I mean, are they demons? Are they like, what, what, what reason would they have for being in that room? That's what I want to know.
3: I have no idea. This might be a super like religious heavy answer, but my priest friend did mention that like, they like to pray, like if it was truly a demon, the reason it could have picked me and my room or whatever is they like to pray on those who like are religious, you know, to kind of test the water and just freak you out, I guess.
1: Hmm. And
3: since I am practicing and, um, really involved with my faith, I guess maybe they just chose to pick on me. I don't know. That's the only kind of like insight I got other than maybe my room was just haunted. I have no idea.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. Cause that, but also like the prayers get rid of them. So it's like, what are they yeah. hoping what are they hoping to achieve here?
3: I don't know. Maybe well, I don't know. Maybe to like catch me in a weak moment where I don't turn to praying. I have no idea.
1: I um, can't get over the trench coat. I hate it. I know.
3: That. It was disgusting. <laughs> it was so creepy. And the fact that the hair was greasy, like it was so gross. Very, very, very creepy. <laughs>
1: Hello, Kyle in Ontario. Hey, how are you? How's it going? I'm I'm doing good. How about you? So good. Welcome
4: back. I know it's it's always good to be back. I can't say no for an invitation for a listener episode. So it is good to be
1: back. Yeah, you were Thank on the me. last time you were on was I looked it up. It was in February, and already, already. you have got stories. And you were talking about uh, your parents' haunted house. And I feel like you're one of these people ghosts are obsessed with. So what's been happening? what What else is going on in that world? Oh
4: gosh. Well, thank you for saying ghosts are obsessed with me. I will take that compliment.
1: <laughs> um,
4: it, it's a good. It's a good badge to wear, I guess. S- since the last time we've talked, I've I've moved back to where I used to grow up in, and that's about an hour east of Toronto. So I ended up snagging a job in uh, working with people with disabilities. at a group home, um, so there's houses all over the area. And I took a overnight contract because it's one of those jobs where you need to kind of get your foot in the door and get seniority. So I was like, well, I don't really wanna do overnights, but I guess I'll do them. Uh, so I took that contract and pretty much right out of the gate, I got to this one house where I was doing the contract at. and when you're there alone doing overnights it's kind of already crappy in the first place but this was just like the witching hour sometimes so like as soon as I started these shifts it just felt like something was like different in the air as soon as like the 11 o'clock person left and it was just me and the guys living in the house went to bed it, like weird stuff started happening and yeah I I really don't know what to think of it because a part of me wants to be like oh it's just ghosts but i don't know so anyways it all started
1: wait i love how the first thing you go to is that it's ghosts i mean you're my kind of person i know like right like i wanted to be
4: ghosts and it very well could be but who knows the world is strange right (laughs) but it was it just started with the typical sounds right so like especially downstairs nobody lives downstairs but I would always be hearing footsteps downstairs is just where we have food storage and we have um laundry room and I would hear kind of walking and shuffling and things kind of moving around in the kind of the laundry room and that spooked me but I just was like well I have to be here for this job so I kind of can't leave um and then there was one time I remember I was sitting on the couch it was probably like 3.30, 3.30, so of course it's like, you know, the time where all these things happen, as everyone says, and I have a computer, there's a computer kind of about six feet, no, maybe a little more than that, but not too far off from um, the couch where I was sitting, and it's just like a desktop with like an office kind of set up, and I'm just like watching TV, and I started hearing like, like a clicking of like two um, keys being like pressed down, kind of pretty quickly. And I I jumped up quite quickly. And I kind of moved over. And I was like, what was that? And I don't, I don't know how to explain that, right? Because it's just, again, it's just me. There's no one else. Everyone else is in bed. And to kind of add more substance to the story, everyone that is in that house um, isn't able to kind of walk on their own. They all need assistance. There, there, there's no way that someone could have like snuck up kind of quickly, you know, hit the keys and ran away like i heard no footsteps or anything it's just he's he's kind of going off so that was kind of unexplainable
1: and freaky uh, are you still and staying at this place or what's going on with that at this house at
4: this house no so after that house um we can kind of move and do different shifts at other houses too but i took a permanent contract at another house and there was one thing that happened at another house too. Um, I was working at another house and I'm again alone. The two ladies that work, uh, sorry, work there, live there. Um, they went to bed. So I'm just, you know, doing some cleaning. And I sat down for a minute and uh, I had to go up to get something in the kitchen. Um, and kind of, there's a hallway attached to the kitchen to the door and there's a garbage can there. And that's one of those gar- garbage cans we have to push down forcefully with your foot to get it open and I was probably about three feet from it had my back turned to it and was going towards the fridge and all of a sudden I heard that kind of like clang as it kind of the lid of the garbage can flew up and I kind of turned quickly and I watched it not going up but kind of falling back down as if like you took your foot off of it what I was like yeah and the thing is right um I've asked some co-workers and I'm like, this can't just be me. I'm like, either I'm going like crazy and this isn't actually happening. I'm like, I have to like talk to some co-workers and see, right, if if they've had similar experiences. And some co-workers at that house where I just mentioned with the ghostly garbage can, whatever you want to call it, um, one of the co-workers said that, yeah, she's had similar things. She's heard weird noises. Um, and maybe it makes sense, right? Because these are also houses where people have kind of spent their last days At we've had multiple houses and the house that I took the overnight contract at where I heard all the weird footsteps and the keys clicking um two people died there and I've also heard stories of one of the uh, people that lived there kind of still lingering lingering around a few people think um so I mean that's entirely possible and and you know what I like to think that's the case right that maybe these people are still kind of hanging around still.
1: Yeah, and they're using the trash. They're not, you know, they're not being messy. They're not being litter bugs. No, not litter
4: bugs. They're not going to make me clean up any extra mess than I already have to. (laughs) Um, And the the funniest thing is yesterday, and I I have to mention this too, because this is perfect. We can add a little more to uh, what I'm talking about. I was at my new house where I'm at. So this is a whole new other house. This is house number three where weird things have happened. Um, It was me and a coworker. Uh, we're just hanging out, you know, some days are quite quiet we, once we get everyone situated for the day and in, in the real chairs and we're just hanging out and we're watching Christmas movies, you know, the Hallmark Christmas channel movies, the fantastic quality ones. Mm, yeah. Um, right. The great stories that they tell. Um, and we're just hanging out. And one, one, of the, one of the bedrooms is down like a long hallway and it's off to its own and it's on the right. And the gentleman that lives there in that bedroom. Um, He's very slow moving, he needs assistance, um, and he has a wheelchair, but we take the little kind of um, leg attachments for the wheelchairs off because he doesn't like having them, and we put them on uh, a a chair, just like a wooden chair in the corner of his room that's kind of about five feet directly across from his, um, his bed that goes against the wall. So we're sitting there, it's it's quiet. We're watching the Hallmark movie. Uh, I'm kind of bored out of my mind, to just talking to someone else to tune out the movie. And we just hear a big like crash. Was that something like hit the ground and kind of like skidded off like hardwood? And my co-worker's like, "What was that?" And we instantly think like, "Right, oh, someone fell. Something happened." So you you rush on over to what's where the noise came from. And somehow one of the 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 legs. Which is like a, it's a pretty decent size, somehow made its way from the corner, the chair in the corner of his room, and kind of, I guess, skidded or flew five feet across and kind of got like halfway under his bed, and he was still in his bed, and I was, and my coworker's was like, "Well, there's no way that he would have gotten up because." he's too slow and he he needs assistance and he doesn't have the strength because he's older to be able to move something like that so he's like what's just happened is it a poltergeist that's what the my co is joking about and i was like i i don't know oh, but I, I don't know how to explain that either it's just these little things right like it's not like anything overly crazy i'm not having like phantom blood stains or whatever <laughs> else is going on but consistently like these little just things are happening and i don't necessarily know how to explain it right and i don't know it's it's fun though
1: wow well i mean i good for you for finding the the fun not being terrified by (laughs) stuff like that i maybe it's not the right
4: right word but you know it it could be worse i'm not i'm not full on being possessed or i don't got some (laughs) crazy to chain and going on so i'll count my blessings there and hope it doesn't get worse right
1: (laughs) who knows what's been going on at your parents
4: house oh god my parents um i actually not too long ago i saw the same kind of apparition of a woman that we spoke about last episode um and there she was again as always um i'm not surprised that i saw her again but i was walking upstairs from the basement, and the basement stairs are pretty steep, and there's a hallway that goes directly, kind of across from it. So if you walk by, like a, f- a person is in frame, and they'll be in kind of in your eye line for a couple seconds, and then they'll move on. I started walking upstairs, and the the apparition again of kind of a darker female figure, um, kind of very dark, not really able to miss, kind of showcase a lot of features quickly just kind of walked across um the door frame of the top of the stairs and just kept on walking and that kind of caught me on guard for a second and I was like ah it's Tara or whoever we think it is again so
1: yeah she's hanging she's out She's
4: making an appearance she's hanging out as always I don't think at this point she's ever going to leave even if my parents sell the house I think she's going to come along with it
1: you think i
4: uh, you know, I think so. I, I mentioned in the last episode that I think this spirit or spirits, because I've seen both the um the apparition of a girl and a woman, I think they're gonna I think they're connected to the land or the house or whatever. So I don't necessarily think they're attached to me per se. I think it's more the actual house. Mm. And I loved I loved your um conclusion last time where you said, well, it's possibly maybe like um, this it's a single spirit and they kind of take form into what they need to, to uh, kind of show themselves as either like a young girl or a woman. And I've really thought about that recently. And I'm like, I think that makes sense.
1: It could be. I mean, case. who knows, but yeah, it's possible. Right? Well, we have to
4: keep our, eye, our minds open. You know, if we believe in these sort of things that we, we don't really have fully explanations on what, it, what could be out there. So it's entirely possible. Do you
1: have any other stories you want to share? Oh god.
4: I mean, I have a sleep paralysis one, but I, I never know how I feel about sleep paralysis because a part of me, right? Like some people think it's more paranormal, other people think it's more kind of in your head. But I have kind of a two two quick creepy ones if you want to hear them. I
1: think I think it's a fine line. I think it could be both. I think that right. I think that it's just you know you're very vulnerable and your uh, guard is down, and so I think it can it can open up the possibility of the other side or whatever. But I also think that, you know, there are scientific explanations to it. I think that it's something that can just happen. Uh, but I don't, of course. I, I don't know, but let's hear it. I'll be the judge. Sure. Yeah. I'm a scientist.
4: <laughs> Roz is judging me. You hear, you hear it here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So one of them happened about like a year ago. And, I'm prone to nightmares so I've had them since I was a kid they can be quite intense quite scary kind of the ones where I don't know if you've ever had them the type of dream where you think you wake up and you're convinced for like a second that you're awake but then you almost kind of notice something it's slightly different in your vision or like the feeling and you're like wait this is a little
1: off have you ever had those
4: kind of dreams or nightmares
1: I can't say that I have but I can imagine what you're talking about
4: yeah you know what I
1: mean right it's kind of like wait am I awake
4: and then it's like wait something's off something doesn't feel right so anyways I have those types of dreams a lot um so this one is where I thought I woke up and I was like looking around my room and the first thing for a split second I thought oh I'm awake you know it must be morning because it's probably getting around there they always seem to happen early morning but then I noticed kind of the hue of my room was kind of like this like off kind of washed out red so that kind of gave me away I'm like wait this isn't this isn't real this is definitely a dream or is it a dream right because you said the possibility of maybe it's opening up into like a different realm of our mind or who knows but it just felt different it it was strange and I I got that you know that impending doom feeling where you just feel like something is going to happen but you don't necessarily have an explanation of what it is it's that pit in your stomach that growing like anxiety that just kind of boils up inside of you I had that and I it's it's so creepy to even talk about because these dreams are so intense to me that I wake up screaming mm. most of the time yeah they're not fun I don't wish them upon anybody and I'm sorry to anyone who listens that has these type of uh like terrorist dreams whatever you call them they suck anyways I all of a sudden kind of felt like I had to look up And there was this like humanoid dark figure that was like attached itself to the wall as if like it was stuck in forming out of the wall and it was like forming long arms and it had like a head and the torso was sort of visible, but the lower half is kind of like um, melt, like melted kind of into the wall. And it was kind of like almost directly above me. And I felt like I wanted to move and I felt like I wanted to run, but I couldn't. And I felt like at that point, once I had my eyes fixated on this kind of figure, I couldn't get them to move away. Like, I didn't want to look at them. I wanted to close my eyes, but I couldn't. And it just felt like it was going to consume me. And I woke up and I screamed. Um, When I wake up, it's such an intense, like, panic. And sometimes I get up and I feel like I have to move. So, like, I got up and I quickly made my way into my bathroom and for some reason, once I got in my bathroom, I felt like I wasn't really, like, fully awake. It, it's, honestly, where I was, it's, like, the weirdest feeling, like, I don't know how to describe it, it just, even though, like, I thought I was awake, everything in my house, or whatever, didn't feel 100%, like, normal, and I felt like there was something else in the bathroom, and I kid you not, I felt like I had to kind of, again, um, look up the kind of to the right of me there's my shower it's pretty close by and the walls are quite high in the bathroom that I was in this is my apartment before I moved back out here and once again there was this black like the blackest black I've ever seen humanoid kind of like figure pulling like at the top corner all kind of crunched up kind of like holding itself with its arms and its legs like hanging kind of down and like looking at me and then all of a sudden I saw like white eyes and they were so piercing that once again I just remember kind of like freaking out and then I don't really remember too much after that I, I know I went back to my bedroom and was kind of panicking and I sat down and laid in my bed but kind of the rest of it is fuzzy and then after that I just kind of remember waking up again just in the morning and it was light out and like I had like I knew that's what happened prior but everything once again felt different it felt like something shifted and i just my mind felt more clear once i kind of woke up once again so
1: wait a minute yeah, I don't so know but did you actually long. wake up or were you dreaming that you woke up when you went to the bathroom
4: see i i don't i swear i did like i i must have but once again it just felt so different and was I hallucinating that in the bathroom maybe but as as I said everything just still didn't feel entirely normal like I swear I woke up but me as soon as I got into that bathroom again I just something was off right I I don't know how to explain it and it sounds probably strange to hear
1: on your end but yeah I really don't know But that's when I'm like, it could, why wouldn't that, like, it could be something like that, that could absolutely be like a real experience with some kind of creepy creature or it could just be a dream. But it could be, I think a lot of people, I mean, I, I don't know a ton about like dream analysis and all that kind of thing, but I'm sure there's people that would say that that was like a legit experience with some kind of creature well, uh, I hope it's not that. I don't want no like creature uh, following me
4: around. Someone actually, when I told them that story, they're like, "There's something following you. They're like, you better be careful." I was like, I, "I don't, I don't want that. Please don't say that. I'm gonna just tell myself it's a, it's uh my, my issues with nightmares and night terrors and
1: not that. Yeah, that's what it is. You never know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> yes.
4: We're gonna believe that, Roz. Let's that's totally that. what it is. <laughs>
1: Thank you so much to Gwyneth, Autumn, Emma, and Kyle. And hey, you could be one of those listeners too. Just email ghostedbyros at gmail.com with the subject line listener episode. And if you want to hear a little extra, I'm obsessed with the clips that we have this week on Patreon. slash rosdrezflez on my second tier. Same place where you could find a full-length episode next week of the podcast. There will not be one here. I hope you have such a lovely, if you celebrate Christmas, uh, I hope you have a great one. I'll be at the Hollywood Improv Lab on the 8th of January. If you want to come see me, go to improv.com slash Hollywood. You'll find it the 8th of January. It'd be so fun. Not talking about ghosts, just so you're warned, but I will be just doing comedy with friends. If you want to get a holiday cameo from me. I'll say things to your friend or to your loved one on a video and I'll look pretty. And it's a great Christmas gift, which we don't have much time left. But if you want to do it, I'll do it for you. So uh, go to Cameo and look for Roz Drez-Velez. I'm on Instagram at Roz Hernandez. You know the Facebook group, Ghosted by Roz Drez-Velez. Please subscribe to the show. Rate it five stars on Apple Podcasts. I will talk to you in the new year. I love you all, both living and dead. But if I didn't ask you to haunt me, don't haunt me. Okay, bye.
0: Avenue, a
1: a podcast network.